That sounds kinky. Is that hardcore? Martians, diddling the women of the universe. Intergalactic swingers. <laughs> why, why, why is this countdown? <laughs> I got so why is excited. It? I was like, it's happening. The countdown's kind of intimidating, right? Because you're like ready to go and then you see it count down and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not ready. Am I ready? Yeah. Yeah. Stop, D. Sorry. His dog is, <laughs> our dog is just crying. What's wrong? Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> very dramatic. How's your week going? <laughs> Stop. Better than that guy's week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> We we might just keep this in, actually. This no, time. seriously. She's like, <laughs> Delilah, stop. Are you done? Oh my god. This is embarrassing. I can't t- stop. Stop. What is she doing? Let me see. Flip the camera. Hi. What are you doing? Hi. Are you just gonna remove it? Last? What is it? She literally just wants to take my role. She's like, ah, yeah. you're not the only bitch in black. Well, I'm Selena Kyle, and <laughs> these are my lovely co-hosts. I'm Megan Sinclair, and the dog you hear is Delilah. Yes. Hey there, Delilah. What? Oh, my God. That's my computer, <laughs> you savage. This is ridiculous. I Selena love it. What a fucking image All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> off. Off. Thank you. Yeah. So Delilah has gone out, gone for a, a wee little pee. Yes. She's good. And here we are. And we're back. And we haven't said the name of our podcast yet officially. I know. I feel like you should be the one to say it, though, because I feel like it's your child. <laughs> well, we are intergalactic swingers. That's right. And the reason for this name is I've just, I heard it in a movie, um, Terror Vision. You guys should check it out. It's like really, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But there's a part in the movie um, where the main kid's parents are swingers. And uh, one of them, the parents mentions like the name intergalactic swingers because it's like the whole movie is based around like um, extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial. God, I can't talk today. <laughs> Extraterrestrials and um, just like just like a whole lot of weirdness. So they go, "Ooh, intergalactic swingers," and I'm like, I fucking love those two words together. So I just like have always held on to that and thought it would be a really like fun name for something. And mm-hmm. then when I brought it up to you, you were like, "Oh yeah, that's totally." the yeah. name of our I podcast just, i just so. love the idea of aliens for some reason too yeah. <laughs> all of it just sounds super fun to me yeah because it's like fun and like sexy and kind of like spooky intergalactic swingers i love it so i want to jump back into the topic of only fans because we mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit i think i mentioned that that i started one or i like i opened an account and i had to like go through the whole fucking new procedure which is like Oh my god! It's literally like you're you are signing up for a job. Like yeah, you got so to fill out W nine proper paperwork for like doing your taxes oh, yeah. because they mm-hmm. do tax like twenty percent, which I disagree with. I think that's a bit of a fucking <laughs> robbery. But OnlyFans is kind of that sweet spot of like not too deep into like the more like Pornhub type world and yeah. then not too prude like the Instagram world. It's kind of like that in between. So I guess that's what you're paying for. Yeah, I've always liked the idea of like webcamming, but not going through the entire process of webcamming. Cause like yeah. I, I try to get into that like, oh, like back in the day. And it was like, I was so confused. And I was like, by the end of it, I'm like, I feel like th- this is just like a scam to take advantage of women. Yeah. And most of the webcam girls that I talked to were like, yeah, it totally is. Like, don't do it. <laughs> and the ones that have been in it for a while, like, understood, you know, um, how things work and how to maneuver and like make the most uh, money for your content. But if you're new to it and you're kind of an amateur to um, camming, like it's just like you can easily get taken advantage of. And that's kind of how I felt. So I really shied away from that. So I really like that 
OnlyFans kind of allows you to curate your own content and provide like whatever kind of services you want to offer, which is really cool. So um, what I don't like and what I've just realized is that you can't just like search for people based on their um, their OnlyFans name. Like you Mm -hmm. literally have to type in what is it like onlyfans.com slash whatever your username is comes to like their technology the fact that first of all OnlyFans doesn't have an app and like i'm taking all my news on my phone like it's ridiculous to think that i'm sitting on a computer and like constantly uploading things like everything is through my phone to where if i get hacked i'm fucked if like my boss (laughs) looks at because i have a work phone and all my Mm -hmm. information from my personal phone went onto my work phone so if my boss is like hey can i see your phone he gonna be surprised. <laughs> but I think like when it comes to certain things, OnlyFans is a little bit slow on the technology. Yeah. Part of it. Cause I feel like with webcam things, I bet it's a lot easier to upload stuff. Maybe it's a little bit more user friendly. And I feel like OnlyFans is a little bit harder. Yeah. The webcam stuff does seem a little more user friendly. It just felt like very involved. And when you were trying to like sign up for it, which I mean, I guess OnlyFans was too, but it did when I was signing up, it did feel like I was signing up for like an online job. And I'm like, okay, so this is very like profesh, mm-hmm. but the platform is not user friendly. And I'm like, nobody can organically just like find us or search for us. Yeah. You know, you have to know um, the OnlyFan, what do you call, <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> OnlyFan performer. <laughs> you have to um, know their the, uh, creator, I guess, is like the one that creator, I've heard yeah. the most. Yeah, so like eventually going forward for you, uh, Linktree is probably going to be the most useful because I'm sure you have other links listed in your Instagram. Uh-huh. Like if you have the podcast one, you can put all the links on Linktree because that's what yeah. I do. So like I originally had my Linktree set up with my um, with my TikTok because that's where a lot of my people were coming through. But then eventually they flagged my link tree because my link tree had a link to my OnlyFans because TikTok is super anti-sex worker, anything, like, honestly, women's rights. Because, like, TikTok is just ridiculous with some of the shit that they take down. Like, you can have a fucking 17-year-old boy being like, I know how to pleasure a woman and, like, rubbing a controller. And his page doesn't get flagged. But then if I mention anything about the reproductive system, I've had videos taken down when it has to like, when it comes to like, if I put the word woman and pleasure in one sentence down. Wow. Yeah. But then, so I've seen some of your videos that um, they're just, they're still up, but they're completely muted. Yeah. So on some of them where they feel like it's not fully breaking the Mm -hmm. guidelines, it seems like those get muted. And then the ones where they think they have enough to be like, oh yeah, this is breaking guidelines. They'll take down. So the other day I posted a video and it was like, I might not do butt stuff, but I'll suck a toe. Cause I was, ke- I was sucking Kevin's <laughs> toes the other day and uh, they fucking took down the sound like immediately. I think I only had like 400 views and then they were like, nope. And just fucking vetoed wow. it. Yeah. I wish there was like a TikTok for adults. Yeah. You know, that's probably like, yeah, that's probably the direction that they're headed towards because it feels like, like I don't use TikTok. I, I use it for my shop stuff like every once in a while, but I just like, I don't have the desire to, to yeah. utilize TikTok the way I should be because I know that it, it can be a great platform and, and it's a great way to uh, grow your audience very quickly if you're consistent with it. But I'm just like, not, I'm not into it. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's for a very younger crowd, oh, which yeah. would make sense why they're like flagging so many um, like adult content videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's crazy though, because that's like, that is where your main following comes from. Cause you have a huge following on there. Yeah. There was a time. So when I was like really persistent with TikTok, because now mm-hmm. I've sort of gone to where I'm in a comfortable job. I have my boyfriend. Like, I think I was on TikTok more often when I had the single mentality where I like I craved attention and I wanted people yeah. to pay attention to me and I wanted to feel good about myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need to seek it in others. And so I was on my TikTok constantly and I had lots of views. It was going great. And then I sort of slowed down. But when my TikTok was at like its peak, I think at one time I had 134 fans. So that's $13 times 134. It's essentially $10 because of taxes. So I had like mm-hmm. a really, really big following and now my consistent, like my resubscribers where they have, they have it on um, renew is probably uh-huh. 27 last time I checked. 
So it's still like nice money to just have in my pocket because sometimes I'll Mm -hmm. literally forget about it and then I'll go and check and I'm like, oh, I have $300 for a tattoo. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Then that's so smart, you know, setting up like, um, I I mean, I don't know if you did this, but like for mine, I set up like a separate account specifically for OnlyFans income for when I start getting that income. I have like no content, no, no followers. Like nobody even knows my my uh, anything about my account right now um which is why like I wanted to talk to you about it because I like I kind of wanted to gauge um you know how it's going for you and what you do and how you like it what you think about it um because I have some ideas like for the content that like I want to put out but um I think I mentioned to you like I kind of wanted to make mine like a little show like a sexy little like Mm -hmm. Elvira type of show where it's kind of fun for me to actually perform and and also like my viewers are getting um, their money's worth, you know, and yeah. having a good time watching my content. Yeah, no, I um, think your idea is super cute because mine's like a pretty basic setup. Like I'll do a photo shoot, I'll post some photos mm-hmm. from the photo shoot. And then what I'll do is cause I, I generally do, um, lewd and not nude on my main page. And then if they want to see, say they want to see my boobs, they have to mm-hmm. DM me with a tip privately. And then I'll DM them back privately with that, that photo. Mm -hmm. Um, so for a while, what I was doing, I did a photo shoot and I took like all these photos where like my boobs were covered and everything, but then I also made sure to take photos where my boobs were out. So then that way I can have the income of tips as well. So for a while as like a teaser, I would have the main photo shoot. And then after that each week or every other day, I would post a zoom version of one photo being like, Hey, leave a $5 tip and I'll send the full photo to you. And it would be like a very heavy ass shot or like for one that were a little bit more, there was a nip slip because my, my nipples are tattooed. So like they like to see a little like, what? yeah, <laughs> my nipples yeah. are tattooed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, if you got them tattooed, show them off. Yeah, like, exactly. Get, so, get that money. Yeah. And that's the, <laughs> that was a huge thing. I think that was actually one of the deciding things. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my boobs tattooed because people are going to want to yeah. see it. So why not? Yeah. And that's, and that's cool that like you have, you know, your OF like funding your OF, like Mm -hmm. have it just like fund itself, you know, have your, your followers like fund the content that they want to see. Exactly. That's cool. I love that. And then I just recently, Kevin and I were having sex like a couple of weeks ago and he just looked at me, he's like, can we be on your OF together? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, can we make content (laughs) together? And I was like, what's changed your mind? He's like, well, it just means that you have to have more sex. Right. And I'm like, I guess so. Yeah. And he's like, it'd be fun. We can bond over it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so now we have like, um, one of them, I sold like a, we took like, we like to take Polaroids of each other when we're having sex. Ooh, so for like that. a photo of like him entering me kind of photo, mm-hmm. uh, I sold it and it was on a Polaroid like camera. So it was just like a picture of a picture and that went for like $50. So did you, so you, so, okay. So you, what do you mean when you sold the, the picture of the picture to like one person or as yeah. like a post on, that you yeah, so had with people that unlock? Post specifically, I can pull it up so mm-hmm. I can actually read exactly what I did. I'm curious about like how that works. Cause I know that you can, like you mentioned, you could post like teasers that are unlocked and then there's content that's also locked or that's locked. And then you can also personal personalize and like dm people mm-hmm. content as well right yeah so like a yeah. perfect example is that photo i posted it and um it was like hey it's a shot of my kitty cat with an eggplant in it you know what i mean <laughs> be one of the first people to leave a 50 dollar tip and i'll dm the photo to you directly so one guy did respond and i sent mm-hmm. it to him and i sent it for for a, a 50 dollar tip and then eventually I took that one down because I was like, eh, I don't know how comfortable I am. I started second guessing it. So he did the tip. Mm-hmm. He got the DM. Even though I deleted the post, it didn't have the actual photo to it. So he still got his photo. Um, but a good way to put it is right after that they stopped banning, they went through that whole thing where they're like, we're banning porn. Now we're not banning porn. So I posted right after that. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, happy day. I know there's been a lot of back and forth with OF, but the porn is here to stay. In celebration, we'll be diving into more explicit content, devil emoji. This week will be a blowjob clip. Send $30 for the full four minutes. And on my page, it's like a clip 
of me unbuttoning Kevin's pants and like going to grab his dick so that they mm-hmm. get like a little teaser of it and then okay. they it and they get the full four minutes. Oh, so your face is fully my in face this is video all up on that dick. <laughs> and so, okay, so what are the possible repercussions here that these guys can then screenshot the the video or the photos and then or like and or you know record the screen mm-hmm. right so that's, that's, kind so of that's all a possibility yeah is um there people can do that people can absolutely absolutely screenshot they can be super yeah. just like scummy about it if they really want mm-hmm. to um I haven't had it where like anybody's really messaged me and been like, I can't believe you do that. Like, I'm sure my family knows that I have an OF because my sisters, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't care because first of all, I'm in a healthy relationship where my boyfriend literally participates with me on my page. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm confident in myself. My job is kind of one of those jobs where they're like, we don't care what you do outside of work as long as you get Mm -hmm. your job done. Yeah. Um, So I think a lot of it is I just, even if people do share it, like I have confidence in myself to be like, yeah, so what? You're the one that's fucking screenshotting my shit and showing it to people like it's going to affect my life when it has absolutely no effect on me. Because guess what? You still paid money to see it. Okay. I I don't deny that there's probably a handful of your followers, if not all of them that have screenshotted or recorded the content for Mm -hmm. later use, of course. And that's fine, you know? You guys are paying for it. You're going to do what you're going to do um, if you keep it for your personal use. But when you put that information out into the world mm-hmm. outside of OnlyFans, then you're fucking disgusting. And that's a fucked up thing to do because yeah. you're, you, you've paid for this person's work and then you're going to go blast it on the internet. Like, yeah, fucking insane. So, I mean, that's the only thing I haven't heard of. Um, actually, I haven't heard of any stories like that. I'm sure that they've there they exist and it's it's happened already but like luckily there's so many you know that is the upside to um to like tiktok and instagram yanking photos like that so people Mm -hmm. can't can't repost your blowjob video on tiktok you know or (laughs) um, i mean like (laughs) they can on twitter but like you know, you gotta, yeah. hey, go follow my Twitter to see Megan giving a blow. Yeah, like, like, I didn't know he's gonna fucking hear I feel like, yeah, exactly. On Twitter, I was like, <laughs> well, that's a dead thing to yeah. do, to fucking be on. And the other thing, too, is like, I think OF actually has a pretty good security system when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of people reporting, like, hey, this person's posting my photos or they're pretending to mean, be me. And I've heard stories of people actually having success with OnlyFans taking down stuff that wasn't theirs or being like, Hey, this person's harassing me and they delete their account and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so far I haven't heard anything like that. Watches. I should probably knock on wood. Um, but so far it's been <laughs> good on my end, but it also just comes down to the amount of fucks I have given are non-existent when it comes to yeah. that stuff too. Cause it's like, I know I'm a hot bitch so mm-hmm. what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to be like, oh, I don't like the way your face looks with a dick in it. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And like, there's nothing to be ashamed of or to hide anyways. If you feel confident enough and you want to share what you want to share, then that's, that's fucking do it. That's totally fine. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to hide? The fact that you have nipples, that you have a body like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's being normalized and, you know, that women are actually profiting off of their body now and it's becoming like so so normalized yeah and like like, now the creepy middleman has been cut out mm -hmm. so you don't have these guys where it's like hey baby let me do a photo shoot for you and just totally make (laughs) it uncomfortable like for my photo shoots literally me and a bunch of the other girls got together got drunk Mm -hmm. and took lingerie photos of each other and that's what it was yeah yeah and also too like you know, this is also a good platform and a good way to just kind of um, de- redirect like those, I don't want to say all creepy DMs, but like, you know, sometimes we get those DMs from guys that were like, I'm saying guys specifically because I've, I've never received an unwanted DM from a woman hitting on me, but yeah. it's mainly like guys, you know, but like uh, OnlyFans can be a platform where you can connect with us on that level because mm-hmm. that's the content that we're putting out there. That's, you know, 
that's the safe place where you can have those conversations with us. Don't slide in our Instagram DMs or like, you know, say weird shit to us on our TikTok. Like this is the platform for it. So yeah. Yeah. There's actually, so I noticed that that started happening where I wasn't getting, I still get like DMs every now and then, but I filter them mm-hmm. into requests. But now a lot of the guys that would usually DM me on Instagram, they just message me on OnlyFans. And what's happened is I'll have like a short conversation with them because they're still my fans. They're paying the money, especially the ones that are on Renew. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And like I've had multiple guys just from having like baseline conversations or just asking about their day. Like later on down the line, I had one where he he just tipped me $15 and he was like, here, I, I feel like you're having a really bad week. Here's so, Here's a tip. I was like, that's really sweet. Like some of them are yeah. really fucking nice is the thing. And it's yeah. like, you know, if they're paying for it, they're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. And I think like a lot of these guys, you know, that are on OnlyFans are looking for that genuine connection, you know, maybe not like on a relationship level, but just like a connection. And instead of just like, and I, I, I know a lot of girls are always like, I get guys asking me like, is it really you? And, and they're like, yes, it's me. And they have to like send them like proof. Like, oh yeah, yeah. here's my selfie or something. But like, and that's so, <laughs> I think that's so like, um, that's kind of nice. You know, it's nice for, uh, for guys who are maybe like too shy to approach women in person or to talk to them on any other platform to like have this platform to talk to somebody maybe that they know or maybe that they've had a crush on or maybe somebody that they don't know and that they've just like you know stumbled upon their of link and they're like hey this looks like an interesting person to talk to so one of the guys that i'll talk to here and there because he's one of my bigger tippers he was telling me that i'm not like one of the only um creators that responds to him i'm like that's interesting by me responding to him he has tipped me on i'm pretty sure almost every single post i've posted I think he's one of my highest tippers and like, I don't mind putting in that tiny little bit of effort because the other thing too, is I feel like there's this syndrome where guys, like when they're afraid to talk to women and they just like, don't know how to talk to women past a certain point. I feel like they turn into serial killers sometimes. Well, yeah. I mean, and then that makes sense though. You know, you can only take so much rejection. Like Mm -hmm. guys are seemingly very hardened all the time, but they feel so much that we just, we as women don't understand because Mm -hmm. we are very outwardly emotional. You can see when we're upset, you understand when we're, you know, when we're in in a state because we're crying, but guys hold all that shit in. And of course it chips away at them when they're constantly rejected over the years. So yeah. It totally makes sense that they would turn into serial killers or like, you know, some kind of psychopath. But this Mind is you, like what... we're not saying, boys, that this means that if a woman rejects you that you can come and fucking kill us. It just means that we have empathy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no excuse for it. Like you're just a little bitch if you do if you fucking murder any or you contemplate murdering a woman. Like what the fuck is wrong with you that you can't have a conversation before getting to that point? That's yeah. what we want from you. You know, if you're feeling rejected, if you're constantly getting rejected by women, then you need to stop and analyze like what, what's wrong in the situation. Because if it's multiple women, different women across the board, chances are they're not the problem. It's probably you. So mm-hmm. figure your shit out. Try again, pal. You know, like don't go, don't go on a goddamn murder spree or like a woman hating spree. Yeah. Just fucking talk to us. And this is kind of a perfect platform. And Megan clearly is the perfect person to have these conversations with, you know, like if you guys are constantly getting rejected or if you have like any questions and stuff, like she's got a platform. We have a platform. You can talk to us about it. You yeah. Know? Seriously. To help you out. One of those things where it's like guys writing questions and it's mm-hmm. like, we just give them our advice, like those little, yeah, I like, love that. Those little paper clippings or whatever it is where yeah. it's like, ask so-and-so. Yeah. That's one of the services that, um, I put in my bio for OnlyFans, um, because I do, I did when I had my other podcast, I did get like a handful of questions and like DMs from guys. And I'm like, these are great questions, but they're very involved and they do, you know, take a lot of time to respond back to. And it's not just like a one and done with most of them. It's like, it's a lot of back and forth. So I was like, you know, OnlyFans is actually like a perfect platform for you to come and ask me your dating mm-hmm. and your sex questions. And I can give you advice and, you know, all you do is subscribe for this little fee and you've got unlimited, uh, you know, opportunities to interact with me. And, you know, same thing with Megan. I, I feel like that's something that you're probably going to want to do as well. Oh, hell yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. And I, I think like that should be normalized too. You know, like more women should be giving men the opportunities to feel safe and to communicate and talk to them and, and be able to offer them a straightforward answer as to why they've rejected, you know, guys that they've rejected. If guys yeah. want to know why, like, I'm sure, I'm sure most guys want to know, but they're too prideful or they're too like ashamed to ask why they've been rejected or, you know, why the girls aren't into them and stuff. Yeah. But and I don't want to just like generalize like that it's just like women doing it, but it's just like, you know, that's just mostly the case. Yeah. But absolutely. yeah, I everybody should just be like more communicative, more communicative overall. And just like, you know, if you want to know what the issue is with yourself re- regarding another person, like just ask the person straight out. Just that's like, what, what is it about me? Yeah. Like I think self-reflection is so important right now. I'm taking a manager class. Cause mm-hmm. I just got bumped up to floor manager. And Hell one of yeah. The things, yeah. Right. One of the <laughs> things that's so important is emotional intelligence and social intelligence and emotional intelligence is when you're able to look in on yourself and be like, Hey, maybe I need to just take a step back, realize mm-hmm. that I might be doing something wrong. That's causing this other person to feel uncomfortable. Like a perfect example is at work. I went away on vacation And this Mm -hmm. is right after I'd just become a floor manager. I was very new to it. I've never managed anyone before. And I came back and everybody had a really weird attitude with me. Like literally everyone, they were sort of ignoring me. They were being really cold towards me. And some of them were just being downright rude. So Mm -hmm. I took it upon myself to be like, okay, even though I don't know what's going on, it's time for me to reflect. So I pulled them all in on like one-on-one interviews and I was like, hey, what am I doing wrong? What can I improve on as a manager? What do you think the company needs to improve on? What makes you feel uncomfortable in this work environment? And it's just asking those questions and kind of humbling yourself. And now like the company has moved in a much more positive direction because people now feel like they can come to me and they can slowly start to communicate. And if we sort of approach that in all aspects of our lives, like it's so helpful. Like I know Kevin and I over communicate sometimes because like we'll get to a point where both of us shut down. That's like our problem that we've had in past relationships is when it gets too hard, we shut down. So both of us will sort of sit there and we'll see it happening. And it takes one of us to be like, Hey, we're doing it again. We need to talk about this. And as soon as we say that we have a full blown conversation, we have amazing makeup sex. And then for the rest of the week, like we're just in fucking la la land because we're so happy and there's no like heavy weight of what did I do wrong? What can I improve on? If you just ask it. And you feel so like triumphant that you've defeated the argument. Like you Mm -hmm. just like completely bypassed it. And instead just like, have gained this whole new perspective and just furthered your connection with your partner. And you guys have this like great communication. Like that's how it should be. You know, Mm -hmm. I think most people are just like afraid of how the other person's going to receive the information or receive them in general. And they just like, don't want to open up and communicate. But like I, I've, because that's how I felt like a lot in my past relationships. Like I felt like I communicated to the best of my ability until I felt like it wasn't safe for me to communicate anymore. And then I shut down. And then Mm -hmm. that's when I realized this is a problem and these aren't the relationships that I need to be in. In my relationship now, it's not like that at all. Like we're very, we're just like you. We're, we're very like, you know, we are very open. We communicate constantly. And I have to like, for just for my own peace of mind, I, I like to like delve in and explain like why I've, snapped at him or like done the thing that I, I, you know, I, re- I feel regretful for, or that I sh- felt like I shouldn't have done. And, and a lot of it's like rooted to my childhood. And I understand that, but like, I like to make it a point to let my partner know that like, I understand that I'm wrong and I didn't mean to say this thing that I said or react the way I reacted. It's just like, it's a habit and I'm trying to break out of it. And I'm like mm-hmm. learning and growing every day. And, and he's like totally patient with me, which makes me feel even more safe and like I can continue to communicate and like be open and honest with him. So it's like, you know, it's a cycle. It's just like you're feeding this healthy cycle by continuing to be receptive and communicative with your partner and, and just with people and in general and, and in your relationships and friendships. Yeah. I feel like if, I feel like in all really good relationships that I've seen, like you and Ryan, you guys, I can tell that you guys just fucking communicate on everything. You guys definitely have that whole vibe about you. It's just like when you look at them, you can be like, wow, they are like on the same page. They're each other's best friends. Like they talk about everything. And I think if you love someone enough and if they love you enough, 
they're going to want to know what's going on in your brain. They're not going to just have you to like sit and sort of be around and off. Oh, we have sex every now and then we do. And you're my plus one to weddings. Like that's not what a relationship is. A relationship should feel like that is your best friend that you can just not live without. And they're your partner yeah. and you can go to them on anything. Like that's what it should feel like. At least yeah, that's exactly. my opinion on what a relationship should be. Yeah, totally. Sorry, the, I don't know if you heard the FedEx guy just like banged on my door. <laughs> I was like watching him like, as you were talking, I was like watching him approach and I'm like, he's going to bang on the fucking door. And sure enough. Yep. He was <laughs> like, I got a dick in a box and I need you to take it, please. My take dick my is dick. here. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think with him, things things between us have been so incredible just because I think we've just completely accepted each other entirely and I always like I always joke with him that I'm like I'm his first and his third wife (laughs) and he always like he always like laughs and says back like yeah we got to write the first time he's like I'm gonna tell people that at parties like this is my I'm gonna introduce you as my first and my third wife we got to write the first time and like I joke about it but I'm like it's so funny but you know like it would make sense for us because like we are (laughs) as his first wife as his true first wife um we're just like so immersed in each other's lives and I love him so much and I respect his progress and like his ideas and vice versa that like you know if it if it came to a point where we needed to split up we we could do that I think and just be um what's the word amicable and but I feel like we are so also ingrained in each other's lives and we like love each other so deeply that we would eventually just come back together, which would then, you know, then I would be a third wife again (laughs) and we would have gotten it right the first time. So like we laugh about it, but I'm like, it's true. You know, like no matter what happens, if something were to happen, I think we would always end up coming back together just because of like, uh, we just get each other and I've never experienced what I've experienced with him. and, And he tells me the same thing. And it's like, when you find that it just your brain is just completely rewired and you want to implement like that love and that great relationship in all your relationships across the board so like being with him and having this healthy relationship has taught me that like i need to continue to like nurture the relationships that i hold dear and mm-hmm. you know so i I've, I've been trying to do that and like i've i do that with you i do I that with saying, we got I don't do that with us now <laughs> <laughs> yeah right I, I don't do that with like many people just because like I honestly do not have the time to um, give as much love as I'd like to, to the people that I truly love. So I try to keep my circle very like tight and small, but like when I love you, you know that I fucking love you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I couldn't agree more on that. I think since being with Kevin, I've been way more aware of my friendships and I've been like, wow, this person, like I give a fuck about and I need to make yeah. time for them and I need to do even just as simple as sending out a text like I need to make sure I do that and like yeah. Kevin and I say it all the time like it just feels like we're fucking soulmates and we just had to spend this time finding each other and it's like I think like I love that Greek saying of humans were born with two heads and four limbs oh, and they were yes. split down the middle and they had to spend mm-hmm. their whole lives like searching the world and like yeah. Kevin and I always go back to that. Like as cheesy as it sounds, that's what it feels like sometimes. Cause when you have that yeah. person, you're just like, so like, Oh God, I feel complete. Yeah. I love that story. I actually have that literally, literally right behind me. <laughs> and one of my all time, my, one of my all time fucking favorite Greek mythology books that I'm holding up. You oh guys can't God, see cause I'm on it. camera. Um, I love Greek mythology. It's so romantic. Me too. I but feel yeah, like we should have like, an entire episode about our favorite Greek mythology stories. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. I have like so many fucking stories. I stole this book from the library when I was in, when did this come out? I don't know. I was in middle school and I stole it from the library and they would like call my mom. <laughs> the school would call my mom. <laughs> back like, Greek mythology like, book, bitch. yeah they're like we know we know she has the book bring it back and she's like do you have it and I was like no and I didn't I didn't really steal a lot but like I would not like give that fucking book back you're gonna have over the years on your ass it's gonna be like I will find you and I will kill you (laughs) I will find your book and I will return it to the library (laughs) and I lost it over the years though and then um I was dating a girl that I worked with a while back and I mentioned it to her and I was like, oh yeah, I used to have this like 
big yellow book that I was like obsessed with when I was like really into Greek mythology as a kid. Like I was obsessed with Greek mythology as a kid mm-hmm. and I love it now still, but I'm not like as obsessed. I think cause like I don't constantly read it, but anyways, yeah. I had lost this book and I told her about it and then she like found it and not that it's like very hard to find. I just didn't know that, <laughs> but she found <laughs> it for me and gifted it to me um, for my birthday. And I was like, in tears and just like so overwhelmed by like the notion about like how much this fucking book had meant to me and so i kept it (laughs) i love it yeah greek mythology even though it's very rapey there are just certain stories that i fucking find so cute and romantic and then other ones i'm like wow y'all are fucking dicks the soulmate story is like yeah yeah. I, i can i can totally relate and i see that when i look at your photos with him you guys just like you look like you belong together and that's mm-hmm. funny because, like, uh, people have always said that to me and Ryan, like, since we started dating. They're just like, oh, yeah, you guys, like, look like you belong together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that not that just, like, oh, you're a cute couple. It's like, no, you look like you belong together. And that's yeah. exactly what I felt when I saw the picture, the first picture I saw with the two of you together. I'm like, it's funny oh, yeah. You're, like, you're not the first person to say that. I've had multiple people <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, this makes sense. Like, this is... Yeah. Well, it's, and it's so, it's so funny because like the feeling that I got is basically what you described. Like, it's literally like there was a photo of the two of you that got ripped in half and had been missing forever. Mm -hmm. And then when you posted it, it was like the two of you together and you're like, oh yes, this photo makes sense as one photo together. The two of you just make sense. Yeah. It just works. And I just, I, my thing is I just hope everybody can get to that feeling at least one time in their life. Yeah. Because it feels fucking good. It's a good feeling. Well, I think like, everybody can. It's just like, it's it's only themselves holding themselves back. You know, mm-hmm. it's you got to put yourself in the right state of mind and just like, you got to feel good. And you can't, you can't just date people to fill a gap or fill a hole in your life. Like, you know, people do truly come into your life for a reason and at certain times when you do need them. And that's when you have to just like be aware and be receptive to like all the signs of the universe is just laying out for you, you know? And I think like you did that and I did that. Like we weren't looking for our soulmates. We just happened to find them and just Mm -hmm. knew when we found them. Funny enough. So Kevin and I actually met through Bumble and uh, we went on a date. We like made out a little bit on the date. And then the second date we went to brunch and we got fucking wasted. It was a mimosa type of brunch. You know what I mean? Love that. So like went back to his place, had sex. And then afterwards he, he actually ghosted me and I will never let him live it down. And he apologized (laughs) whenever he gets like drunk. He's like, I just wish that I never ghosted you that first round. And I'm like, babe, it's okay. Cause so he ghosted me and then went back to his ex and then got engaged. What? Uh Uh-huh. Wait. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, I was like, oh, is there an explanation for the ghosting? So, like, what was the deal? Was he, were they, like, rocky? Or were they, was he just, like, a little scummy then? So, they were one of those couples that was always on and off. And so, uh-huh. right when he was on Bumble, again, anytime that they were off, he would go on Bumble. Because, you know. Okay. Oh, like yeah. Apps, okay. they're available. <laughs> and he told me this, and I, I love the honesty, but I'm also like, you little shisty shit. He said that the day that we like hooked up fully and had sex, he's like, yeah, I already had it in my mind that I was going to go back to my ex. And I was like, you son of a bitch. So (laughs) afterwards he like ghosted me and um, I like stopped following him on social media. He actually blocked me. He didn't block me. He unfriended me because he was a private account. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever. So I went ahead and that was like in July And then we actually just looked up the date. So I guess in December, I was on a little bit of a bender. And I was on like a two-week bender. Not even fucking kidding. And I guess I drunk snapped the wrong Kevin. Because I have another friend named Kevin. And I went to send him a Snapchat. And I accidentally sent it to the Kevin that I am now dating. And he replied. (laughs) He was like, oh, hi there. And I was like, I didn't mean to message you. (laughs) Like, just left it. (laughs) that was in December and then um he was pretty persistent like he wasn't inappropriate by any means he was like hey how you doing how you been and he would just snapchat random things every now but so what happened was he was he still with the girl when you sent him that? they were separated I believe I believe they were separated uh I think he was like living at his mom's or something or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and um so then 
I believe February. So there was like two months where we were just on Snapchat, just like random shit every now and then. And then in February, he got a little bit more persistent on being like, hey, how about we meet up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like in a rough point. Like I had had my heart broken by this fuck boy of a person. And I was like just not in the right mentality. I was actually seeing somebody else at the time. Um, so then I think come end of March, I sort of ended things with the other person. I was like, Hey, you're an amazing Mm -hmm. person. I'm just not like there mentally. I actually kind of want to focus on work, blah, blah, blah. And then Kevin just kept sliding into the DMS and he was like, Hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's hang out. (laughs) And so finally April 18th, I was like, okay, let's go on a fucking date. And we went to brunch and the rest is quite literally history. You know, that's, that's so funny. Like, hmm. Persistence is like a tricky thing because Mm -hmm. persistence worked for both of us with both of our guys, because, um, I was sort of like, not that I was in in a similar situation to you, but like, as far as, um, Ryan reaching out to me initially, I was like, no. And, um, uh, for different reasons, just like, cause I, I don't think I was like, like I hadn't been in a relationship in a while when he was like trying to pursue me. And I was like, no, this is like, not. I'm not trying to like jump into anything. And so that's why I was like guarded, but the persistence ended up working in his favor. Um, and then, and same thing with you, the persistence in your situation, like worked out for Kevin, mm-hmm. but uh, it's tricky because that isn't always the case, you know, like, yeah. I it can like- be easily construed as harassment if we weren't interested in these guys. So like, yeah. this is a very fine line, you know, like, so, hmm. Okay. Going back to that, the per- him being persistent, like, what was your, were you just like, no, I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with this guy because he ghosted me. Or was there like a specific reason why like you didn't? Um, I think know, it was more the fact at the very beginning when, he sort of came back in. I was actually mm-hmm. being ghosted by that fuck boy. So I was just like, oh, okay. I was so over yeah. being ghosted. I was like, what the fuck? I'm an over communicator. Like I'm one of those people where I'm like, I want to know where your head's at. I want to know what yeah. you're into. I want to know if you're into me. What's your future plan? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe that comes off as too much, but it's like, I'd rather know and just be like, Hey, you're not my cup of tea. than yeah. somebody ghost me because I think every single person that I've gone on dates with, I told them point blank. I'm like, hey, I'm no longer interested. It was really Mm -hmm. nice getting to know you. I'm sorry. And there are actually a couple guys that I told them that. Like, we went on a couple dates. I was like, hey, I'm not into it. But I'm still really good friends with them is the thing. Oh, that's good. We kept a really good friendship. So I think the tricky thing with persistence is, like, if it's a point blank no, and it's like, hey, no, I'm not into it. And there's no follow-up of, like, hey, but we can, you know, we can still know each other and stuff. It's like just let it go. Like, I think a lot of yeah. people, it affects their pride when they get denied. Yeah. And it's like, put your pride on the back burner. Yeah. I feel like persistence turns into harassment after you get two no's and a reason. Right. Oh, I like that. I feel like, because it's a very fine line because you know, you get those guys that are like, come on, give me a chance. And the girls are like, no, I'm not interested. Come on. Why not? If they give you a reason, you should then, you know, you got to accept it. They give you, a, yeah. if they give you a straightforward reason, look, I'm not interested. You're not my type or whatever, you know, like I'm seeing somebody else. Okay. That makes total sense. Leave them alone. Anything yeah. after that, I feel like can turn into harassment. Which I just really be. Yeah. You have to just really, really be aware and gauge the situation. And if you are unsure, goes right back to communication, ask them, ask and you shall receive. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like maybe- a double word though. It's like, I'm really lucky where I over communicate. And like, if somebody asks me like, Hey, why yeah. aren't you interested? Why don't you want to go out with me? I'll tell you point blank. Yeah. But that's because I grew up never having that amount of communication. So something in my brain as an adult switched and I was like, you know what? I can't fucking do this anymore. Like I don't like being in the dark. I need Mm -hmm. to know what's going on. I don't want to continue living another 27 years of like, Oh, I I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you feel about me. I have this anxiety because I have no idea. I have paranoia. And it's like, no, just fucking tell me. 
you know, like yeah. I, I'm like this cause I snapped, <laughs> <laughs> but his persistence wasn't like creepy. He was more of like a, Hey, do you want to like hang out and get drinks? And I'd be like, Oh, I'm just busy this night. So it wasn't me saying like point no blank. It was more of me like actually kind of reflecting in that moment of like, am I ready to go for drinks with you? And like, eventually we did sort of start talking and having more conversation. So it wasn't like the entire time leading up to April, he was just like, let's go out, let's go out, let's go out. It was more of us getting to know each other again. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that makes total sense. I feel like for the most part, if you're perceptive, you'll know when somebody is not interested in you. But I I would say just to play it safe, you know, if you're trying to pursue somebody and you get two no's and a reason why they don't want to, you know, date you or they're not interested, that's it. That's the end of it. Do not continue to reach out to them because that's harassment at that point and you're yeah. creepy and don't do that. And also no answer is the answer. So if they are not responding to you, that means they are not interested. So just yeah. do not continue to reach out to them. I feel like a complete, like, especially guys that are sliding into DMs and like, I don't respond yeah. to them. And then they're like, wow, you're such a fucking stuck up bitch. It's like, well, yeah. get out, get out, shoot. Yeah. Like get the fuck out yeah. of my DMs, dude. Like you don't even know me. If I have never that's the thing is like, there's a difference between people that I've seen in person or I have mutual friends that slide into my DMs. Yeah. Like I'll give them the respect of like, Hey, I'm not interested. Yeah. But guys that are in like bumfuck nowhere in the fucking mm -hmm. middle of the country, like, no, I'm not going yeah. out of my way to like cushion your feelings. Yeah. Because exactly. you decided like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to have three beers and grow a pair of balls and send her a DM <laughs> and be like, I think I should be your boyfriend. Like, no, screw like, I'm just not into it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I hate that fucking saying, grow a pair of balls, or just like the fact that we like associate balls with being this masculine, like strong thing. Balls are the weakest fucking Absolutely. part on a man's body. You know what the strongest part on a woman's body is? Our fucking vaginas, our pussies, which you guys call each other, which we fucking bleed from every month, which we birth multiple children from all mm -hmm. the goddamn time. We bring mm -hmm. life into this world. Can we just like make a fucking stance right now? <laughs> if you're, a, if you get called a pussy, that's like the ultimate compliment. I feel. Yeah, you should enjoy it. There should be shirts where it's just like fucking dumbbells and pussy power. Underneath. <laughs> I love so it. <laughs> just, a, just a chick squatting with her legs open, and there's just like a dumbbell hanging down. Yes. Oh my god. Have you watched that woman that can just like power weights? There's a woman that can literally kegel like twenty pounds. It's insane. Really I cool. believe it, man. Yeah. The, the fucking vagina is incredible. And also um, men okay. should be afraid. Because if I could just like. Yes. One time, I would. Right? If I could snap a dick yes. clean off, I absolutely fucking would. So people should watch out. <laughs> Our thighs are so powerful too. Like sometimes I'll like wrap my legs around Ryan's like uh, waist and I'll just mm -hmm. squeeze. And then he'll like, oh, ah, no, you can't go too hard. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, you're, you're going to crush me. And I'm like really like i squeeze him i can punch him i can like beat him up and he doesn't feel anything but like my fucking thighs are like nutcrackers like they will destroy like his body and i'm like oh yeah like i, I guess chick's thighs are pretty fucking oh yeah well, i mean you gotta carry all this fucking reproductive yeah. wealth you know got these Some strong ass thighs. Yeah. yeah i honestly um, like one of my end goals is to crush a watermelon but that's <laughs> with your thighs yeah i'm gonna put on of <laughs> Oh my god! Do, fucking yes, do that. Gold. Do it a thong though. Do it a <laughs> thong. You gotta get. You gotta get the <laughs> all angles. Camera in the front. Camera in the back. <laughs> underneath. <laughs> fucking, I'll just do it on a glass table. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna fly out and produce this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be hyping you up like the mom from Mean Girls. <laughs> Need some snacks, condoms. You guys keep me young. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we're approaching the end of this podcast. So I just like, I want to leave you this bit of advice that I, this quote that I heard and it just pertains, like, I feel like it's so relevant to everything in my fucking life, my relationships, my friends, um, anybody that you're trying to reach out to. If, and it's this, if they wanted to, they would, but they didn't. So they don't. And that's the fucking end. Mm-hmm.
Wow. Remember that shit with everything, with the people that you're trying to reach out to, that are ghosting to, to you, your fucking friends that you're unsure they're not like responding to your text messages to anything. If they wanted to, they would, but they didn't. So they don't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All of it. Every single person counts when it comes Mm -hmm. to that. Like, I don't care if they're blood. I don't care if they're not like, if they wanted to, they would. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about that shit too, like with some of my family members, you know, I'm like, oh, this person hasn't reached out. And I'm like, you know what? If they wanted to, they would, but they didn't. Mm -hmm. So they don't. Exactly. So I move on. Yep. That's how it should be. Clean cut. Clean cut, (laughs) baby. Well, this was good. Um, I think I'm going to just keep asking you a fuck ton of questions uh, about OF as we continue to go along and as I continue to build my page. Um, But you can do you want to do you want to plug your of here i'll also leave the links down oh, below yeah. I don't, i'm not sure if um i'm not sure because this podcast is people are gonna be able to hear this on like itunes and apple podcasts and all the good stuff but i think some of those platforms might yank the link to your only fans mm-hmm. so okay, well, i'll leave it anyways yeah, exactly. But go ahead and plug it verbally. Okay. So my OnlyFans, I go by Cinny because my middle name is Sinclair. And my link is at mega, M-E-G-A underscore Cinny, S-I-N-N-Y, mega underscore Cinny. Do you want to give any of your other, any other handles or? Oh, I guess I have I my could plug, I could plug all the, I could just like write all the rest, but if you want to, yeah. if you want to plug anything verbally or if there's anything else you want to plug, now's the time. Is there anything else? I, just you. Just you. I'll give you I was going to say, I'll give you something <laughs> to plug. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and with that, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> Peace out. A-Town. <laughs> Peace up. A-Town down. That sounds kinky. Is that Hardcore. Martians diddling the women of the universe. Intergalactic swingers. 